Hey, Courtney Benes. Hi, Jackie Glick. It's so good to how see your face. You? Oh, oh so I'm... good to see your face. Hey, thanks. Oh my uh, God, how... we said so many niceties all at once. We couldn't get them out fast enough. It I is know, we nice couldn't. to see you. And I do want to know how you are. Okay, now we're just going to be mean to each other for the next four okay. and a half minutes. Okay. Great. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I uh, started bullet journaling. Have you ever heard of that? Is it like a gratitude journal? Uh, not exactly. It can be. It's this really um, kind of like a modular uh, approach to journaling. Like uh, as a person with ADHD, I can be very scatterbrained. I forget things a lot. Uh, I have to like it, – it really helps me to like write things down. And this is basically a journal uh, where you keep like ev- everything and it's a it's a method of journaling uh that's just really efficient um for example there's like an in like you index whenever you like use a new page you're basically like keeping track of what every page is in an index and um it's it's not like it's kind of like a mix between a journal and a planner and a calendar um and it just sort of it's it's about meeting you where you are in your abilities of keeping track of things. Like I don't know if you're the type of person who like when you whenever you have a thought you might like uh, start like a list in like your phone or you oh, might yeah. write something I'm on a, a post it note. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's in a lot of lists. Anyway, uh, it comes with a book. That's this is a whole like method, uh, and I think the method the book is just called like bullet journaling by writer carol um writer carol is a person who has adhd and just kind of figured out the system that worked for him uh and then he he's turning it into a whole thing and so far it's working he's really a writer is writer and his name is writer 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 r-y-d-e-r writer that's fair it's very similar very similar i think he's a graphic designer uh i think that's what he said in his book but i'm so i'm reading the book on journaling right now and i've i've started using my bullet journal um it was a christmas gift from my mother-in-law uh and it's been really helpful it's been it's in keeping me on track i've been able to give myself like a lot of visuals and um yeah just sort of like keep myself keep myself moving and organized and it's very amazing satisfying uh and it i feel like i'm just being more efficient um Good. and it's nice and it's nice to not have like a purse full of like post-it notes uh and then <laughs> have you ever gone my, yeah I have like six i've like i have six things that i write on right now i have a pad of paper a small pad of paper two like notebooks and my phone and my another app on my phone and i really need to centralize but i do like using a pen and then i don't always have a pen and i'm not always near the thing that i need the pen for so oh yeah look I've got a lot of things on the go, but I also oh. read a book recently. Oh, you did? Tell me what book you I did. did. I read Where the Crawdads Sing, a book oh, I should have read that. like three or four years ago, but uh-huh. like two years ago or I something. feel like that was like in the in the zeitgeist a, a couple of years ago. Finally got around to it. Mm-hmm. Really loved it. Excellent book. You heard it here, not first, but uh, I did <laughs> But like you it. did hear it here. Yeah. And I read it. Uh, I was away for a few days. I read it over the course of those few days. Um, was in a hotel room with no television. It was amazing. And I I finished the last bit of it on the flight home. And I was like, what am I going to do with this? Am I going to keep this? And inspired by not keeping it and giving things away on our podcast in real time, I was like, I finished the last page. I stood up, I walked over to the flight attendant and I was like, have you read this book? Would you like to? 
And he was so into it. He took it. And then a few minutes later, it popped by my seat with a can of Pringles. Oh, what flavor Pringles? They were regular. Okay, that's fine. No, that's good. Yeah, I mean, look. I don't know that they had like a full. (laughs) It was an airplane. Flavor profile was just on the airplane. Look, I love chip flavors. That's so nice. I love. Oh my gosh, I love that you. I was assuming someone was going to turn to you and be like, "Oh my gosh, I've heard such good things about this book," and you would be like, "Here, you can have it." I love that you just went up to someone and you're like, "You, you want to read this book?" Yeah, well, I felt like he's flying all the time. Yeah. Literally, that is Literally, his job. Literally, that is his job. But he's not, like, flying the plane. Like, he has downtime. You know, he's mm-hmm. not the pilot, mm-hmm. I feel like. And also, he's probably in hotels alone all the time. Yeah. And uh, I thought maybe he'd want to read it. And he was really into it. And I told him, I was like, I just finished it. Great book. I guess I'm going to have to get a copy from my library. That's Yeah, because I gave my copy. You gave yours away, which, you know, (laughs) it's fine. No, just kidding. I'm so glad you did that. You probably made that person's day. That's so nice. Yeah, I I was really excited. It was like an idea I I had thought of like once before, but this was the first time I'd ever really done it because I finished on the plane, you know, Mm -hmm. and uh, it it was a nice day. Speaking of things that we've kept or not kept. I oh my guess gosh, that's, that's what our of, podcast is about. That's what this podcast <laughs> is about. It's so weird. <laughs> um, well, I'm so excited for this episode. Uh, thank you for today's guest me. was so fun. Yeah. So, oh my gosh. Great. Yeah, I um, would not have guessed what this item was in a million years. It took yeah, me by our surprise. Our guest today was my very good friend Marissa Rodriguez, and she uh, came with like. An excellent story, just like such a beautiful tale of an item. And uh, it's really, it really sort of is why we're here. It was so fun. I loved it. Was, it was, oh my gosh, this was a delicious tale. I loved it. And I can't wait for all of you to hear. So let's, let's get to the episode. How does that sound? Let's get to the episode. Here you go. And welcome to Why Did I Keep This, a podcast about the things that have been living in the back of our closets and why it's so hard for us to let them go. Please join us as we examine our relationships with stuff and potentially convince each other to say goodbye to excess baggage or maybe encourage each other to keep everything forever. Let's find out. We're your hosts. I'm Jackie Quick, a producer living in LA who's an avid window shopper and loves a sample sale. And I am Courtney Venez, a Los Angeles-based actor and video game streamer with a passion for thrifting and a distaste for waste. And to get today, we're joined by the amazing Marissa Rodriguez, a natural wine enthusiast and the owner of Dia Wine in Studio City, California. Hi, Marissa. Hi. How are you? Good. Thanks so much for being here today. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Oh my gosh. Natural wine. Um, this is This is thrilling. And you said this is opening in L.A.? It is, yeah. I'm opening in Studio City on Ventura oh Place, uh, <gasps> okay. right in the uh, little strip where the farmers market is. So oh my gosh! Sundays farmers market, uh, <gasps> eight a.m. I'll be there. Oh uh, my! Where you can goodness. get your wine and your veggies. That is and one stop shopping. Natural wine is just fruit, basically. So. It's yeah. like fruit and veg. Yeah, it's fruit just another fruit on the, the <laughs> exactly. food pyramid. <laughs> exactly. It's like, you know, you got to get so many vegetables, so many fruits in your diet. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. it's mm-hmm. part of a balanced meal. 
Yeah, it's, exactly. It's fruit salad. It's we're it's great. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm also very excited for the shop and, uh, you know, more than happy to help you choose what to put in the shop, more than happy to make sure that it's still good. I could do quality testing, anything you need, really. Any, anytime quality control, I think you should come in and just open, open a bottle here and there and make sure it's all, all good. You have brought something to the podcast today to chat about that you've kept forever. Yes. And I am so excited to hear about it. Uh, I have brought one single sock. Okay. <laughs> yes. Yes. And it's sparkly. It's a sparkly. It is a so... silver, sparkly glitter sock that I it's have. It's pretty. It's also, it's, it looks, it looks wild, you guys. It's not even, it's got like some little, it looks dirty and dingy. <laughs> um, but this, there is like such a story with this sock that I can't get rid of it. And it's lived in my sock drawer. God, I don't even want to age myself, but, uh, wow. Ooh, 25 years. Yes. Oh, this is yes. a good one. This yes. is a good one. Oh my gosh. This this is like a Hall of Fame. I love uh, I love it so much. What is the story? Why okay. You, okay, wait, how long has it just been one sock? Uh well, I think it's probably just been one sock for maybe 20 years. Okay. I think I, I, oh. think I lost the, the one sock like I at least 20 years ago. So my, uh, when I was a teenager, my, uh, I went to my great grandmother's 90th birthday and she was this little tiny old lady and she was wearing these silver sparkly socks, which at this time were very, very sparkly. And I just thought it was so funny. I was like, oh, grandma, I really love your socks. And she was like, well, do you want them? And I was like, no, 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 please keep your socks. And she was like, no, 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 you take them, I insist. And she took her socks off and handed me her socks and then said, never, you can't ever say I didn't give you the shirt off of my back or the socks off my feet. Oh Oh my my God. And here I am. I have this sock. And, you, and that is so nice. That's I really know. that is such a beautiful grandmother moment. I, and you said it was grandmother or great grandmother. Great grandmother. Oh, oh my yeah. god, beautiful. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Did you wear the socks in the five years that you had it? Is that oh, how I you did. Lost one? Yeah. Yeah. No, I fully rocked the socks. Um and then I lost it. And then I've just like never been able to bring myself to throw it away. But I don't know what I'm doing with this one sock. I just it lives in my sock drawer. Mm-hmm. I did, I and I brought these also to show you. I did end up finding another pair. Of oh, those are really pretty. Similar. Oh, yeah. Uh huh. So sparkly socks. So now I just have three socks. Three beautifully sparkly <laughs> socks. I oh my gosh, I love. So how do you feel when you open your sock drawer and you see that lone sparkly sock? How do you feel? Honestly, sometimes I'm just like, what am I going to do with this? I got to get rid of this. As I like, I have had many conversations, but you know, I just recently moved uh, Mm -hmm. across country. Oh, wow. And I moved this sock with me. So I feel like the sock is, 
it's it's part of me. It's staying. It's I, so it's not taking up any space. It's just no, like a little not. sock in the sock drawer. Yeah. Do you think of your do you think of that story of your great grandmother like every time you see it? Is there like is there like a sentimentality to it? Uh that like or is it just like this feels weird to like pick up and throw into a trash can right now? I think it's both. I mm-hmm. like sometimes honestly, my sock drawer is such a mess, it gets buried and then sometimes I just find it and I'm like, oh. And then <laughs> Oh, that's so uh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. then uh, other times I'm like, what am I doing? Am I a hoarder? I should get rid of this. I mean, you're definitely not a hoarder for one sock. Yeah. I mean, well, that's hardly you know, anything. I'm a I'm a recovering stylist. That was my my <laughs> that's first. That's an amazing way of putting it. <laughs> A recovering stylist. Marissa has the best taste of anyone. And like all of our friends text her from change rooms across the country being like, what about this? Is this okay? And so even though she says she's a recovering stylist, she still styles all of her friends accidentally. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, Oh my gosh. This is – this. You I was shopping with someone yesterday who was into a pair of shoes and texted Marissa as we were looking at the (laughs) shoes. It was like, which color does Marissa like? Oh, Marissa, I'm going to need to get your phone number. (laughs) No, honestly, send me a text. But I I have so many pieces in my closet that are individual pieces that are just these very, like, unique things that are so – I have such a hard – I, like, love them individually, but I have such a hard time styling them with other things like getting the accessories right or I don't know I just but I can't get rid of them because I love them like I have so many I have so many jumpsuits and but jumpsuits are that's like a good solid one piece oh my god I love I love a one piece I love a top attached to a bottom like that takes out like a huge factor in an equation like exactly but then you you gotta throw in your shoes and your jewelry and your purse and how do you style your hair and like oh no what if you need a coat oh man it's um yeah a coat with a jumpsuit I always find to be harrowing yes a situation to Mm -hmm. find myself in I'm cold Mm -hmm. I'm wearing a t-shirt jumpsuit I don't know what to do it's as though the world is ending and I don't know what to put on with it it's like another thing you have to take off before you like go to the bathroom that's the thing I think about I'm like do I need to get fully naked to go to the bathroom (laughs) in this jumpsuit and sometimes yes yes I do yeah and is it worth it usually yeah Mm -hmm. yeah I do think that's the hardest part of a jumpsuit is the bathroom situation but Mm -hmm. uh i i think i think for me in my part of my recovery uh as a stylist is the way i shop because uh for so many years i just kind of would like buy big because i was working on a job and i needed like five white t-shirts to show a client and, you know, 10 cuts of jeans and, you know, 30 of this silver sparkly sock or whatever Mm -hmm. it may be. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so I found that that like went into my everyday life as well, where when I, I wouldn't just go in and buy one thing, I was like buying so many things. And, uh, yeah, so part of my recovery is really editing and cutting that out completely. And now I'm really into like taking all the old stuff that I have and remaking it and mm. turning it into something else because the waste uh is is real. Yeah. Yeah. It's it I mean Marissa's mm-hmm. closet is a very happy place. Um <laughs> for all for me and probably for you, Marissa, I don't know. 
So but it I depends. Do, <laughs> I do feel like your old clothes are like pretty stunning. Thank and, you. And changeable maybe, but a lot of them are already pretty, pretty good. Yeah. Well, I, but you know, I think it was also uh, hard to get rid of things because you, I would say like, oh, well, maybe I'm not wearing this right now, but I'll use it for work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yes. it was like uh-huh. one of those things where I just ended up keeping a bunch of stuff. And uh, so my closet now is, is much more edited. When we moved, when we did this move, I clearly, I, I kept this one sock, but uh, I did edit and, and get rid of quite a bit of clothing in my closet, but, um, did you sell it or did you just goodwill it? I just, yeah, I gave it away. I, I did a lot of like, um, like I lived in an apartment building in Brooklyn and I became friends with quite a few neighbors. And like one of my neighbors in particular had a teenage daughter who, uh, I was like, come over take all these things because I had so much like legit 90s and the 90s are so back right now they're so back they're so back (laughs) I can keep things like forever somehow so I had like clothes from when I was in high school in the Mm -hmm. 90s and gave them to her and she was so excited so I kind of like next's dream yeah (laughs) so I was doing a lot of that like giving away uh I gave like the the good stuff away to friends and then the rest of it kind of, you know. Oh my so god, that's one of my different that's one of my favorite. That's one of my favorite things when I have a friend who's like, I'm getting rid of a whole bag of stuff. Like maybe I already took it to Crossroads but they didn't buy a bunch. Do you just do you want it? And I'm just yeah. like, yes. Yes. Have absolutely. you guys ever Have you ever done a clothing swap? Yes. Oh my god, I lo- I've hosted a few clothing swaps. Um I miss them very much. That's the thing I've really missed during the pandemic and I'm kind of yeah. thinking about testing the waters and doing doing one in the near future depending on where numbers are but oh my god yeah. I love I love one. well I love I'm I'm so attached to my clothes I'm so attached like I I love my closet I'll just go over to my closet and like look at my clothes and be like that's nice I love you <laughs> I haven't I've worn once I've had you for like four years but you're great and you know I will get to the point where I'm just like this is ridiculous I genuinely don't wear this or it'll be something where I'm like I bought it at a thrift store and I'm like oh I'll t- I'll take this in I'll make it fit I'll take it up I'll I'll fix this one thing and then I never do right and it's so like it's it's so much easier for me if somebody's like oh my gosh this is great I can wear it right now it's like oh my god please yes take it and it's such that's such a blessing for me like that brings me so much joy uh to give like something that I love but I'm not using to someone that I, I like enough to come into my house and go through my things. Um, but yeah, I love I love a clothing swap. Yeah, there's there's a really nice. Uh, it's fun also when you then see your friend in in the thing that you had that you didn't mm-hmm. wear and they love it and you mm-hmm. like go to dinner and they're wearing your skirt and it's great. Yes. I love that. Yes. I know. And it's like, oh my God, that looks so good on you. Like yeah. uh, a very good friend of mine uh, has always been uh, – 
she's the person who like taught me to th- to thrift and uh, took me to like Buffalo Exchange for the first time. Uh, and she's uh, she has given me so many hand me downs, and I can see it brings her so much joy. She's like, oh my god, like I think I might have just bought that dress for you. <laughs> like there was one particular dress. It's like this or like this uh, like coral and like tan striped dress that she got from uh, ASOS, and it's just so funny because it really isn't her, and it's like the style of it, like the cut of it, the color of it is just very me. And she had given me like a big bag of clothes uh, and I pulled that out and I like wore it the next time I saw her and she was straight up like, no, I think I might've like just subconsciously bought that for you. I'm like, thank you. I love it. That's amazing. That's That's amazing. That's really funny. Um, Marissa at the party for your grandmother, did she just take her socks off mid party? Uh, no, it was at the end. It was at the end (laughs) of the party. She was getting into the car actually. And It was like, I was saying goodbye. And when I was saying goodbye, I was like, oh, by the way, like, I love your socks. And, and that was when she gave me the socks. I just love the idea of her going home barefoot. I know. (laughs) It was so crazy. And I felt so bad. And they're definitely the, the most hilarious part about it is that they are, they're these silver, the silver sparkly part is actually like for like your circulation they're like old lady like oh keep your feet God. warm socks okay <gasps> it's not for the fashion it's totally function <laughs> oh my amazing. God. it's it's both it's fashion it's and function look yeah make, make function fashion ladies let's exactly. do it um, exactly. that's phenomenal yeah that's great that's so sweet that's like it's such a special story that she actually took clothes off of her body and gave them to you. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then that told doesn't me. often happen. <laughs> but then she was very clear to say, don't ever say I never did this. That's right. Now I, I, I like that one. That. Now I want to do that. <laughs> Give someone that... clothes off your back. That's yeah. a really fun challenge. Oh my God. <laughs> that is a really fun challenge. Jackie, the next time you compliment me on anything, I'll be like, you want it? Just <laughs> take it off and give you it to want me. it. Yeah, take the shirt off right there. And it's just, it's just that my you're dress. Really good I'm just, grandma. Yeah, exactly. I'm meant to be a great, great, great grandma. Mm. A great, great grandma. A great, great grandma. There, yeah. There was a comma <laughs> and then a hyphen. It's we. It's fine. Um, that's so sweet. I just you can't throw that sock away. No, I know. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Honestly, well, this is good. good I hear. think it would be funny to frame it. You know how some people frame like jerseys, like to have just like a small, cute frame with that like silvery sock in it would be a really cute, like depending on like the style of your home. I don't know. I think that's like a cute. You can put it up in the closet. In the closet. (gasps) You know what? Oh my God. That's a great idea, actually. Yeah. I will frame it and put it in the closet. I think that's beautiful, actually. Well done, Courtney. Yeah, thank seriously, you. Courtney, thank you. Oh my God, no, it's it's my pleasure. I have I have a, a handful of uh, single socks that don't have a cute story to them. And <laughs> just came from like old navy. I actually I held on to a single leopard print sock for a very long time. Like I also think I moved from like the Bay Area to LA with it, as if right. like maybe I would find it in a different, like maybe I would find the pair in like a different washing machine. I don't really know what I was thinking. It was a very good, you know, when socks, like they just sit right, like they stay yeah, yeah. up, like they're perfect, the perfect thickness. That was this sock. And I think I finally did get rid of it. It was also just like in pretty good condition. It feels weird to just throw away something that's like technically. Well, don't totally throw them away. Yeah. Don't even the yeah. single socks. Yeah, you can. Socks are like oddly, well, I guess not that oddly, but 
they're like one of the most requested, most needed things for the homeless. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh. <gasps> yeah. So if you have single socks, you can donate mm -hmm. all your single socks to a homeless shelter and they oh my God, will I did not... <gasps> happily take the single socks. Thank um, you. Yeah. Because it's, oh, it, oh yeah. man. Foot health is like a really big oh. issue. Mm -hmm. I bet. And it, it did just rain in LA. And I know that that's really tough on like the unhoused community. Uh, yeah. There's also um, like a woman, it's not a woman's shelter, but there's like a, an organization in downtown LA that helps um, women experiencing uh, homelessness. Like basically uh, they help them get so, like health supplies, uh, you know, like shower supplies, tampons, um, socks, underwear. Uh, they also will some are sometimes able to provide like tents, uh, internet connection, like uh, laptops. So if you have any of those things, you can donate them, or you can donate. They're they're often looking for like business clothes, like professional clothes that women can wear into like interviews and then into um, into work. Mm -hmm. uh, but I never considered like a single. A single sock and how yeah. big of a difference that could actually make because yeah foot health is huge and yeah it's, uh, like wet socks like that's uh <laughs> like yeah. that's not only like terrible income terribly uncomfortable but also terribly unhealthy yeah it's like a strange thing and then i i always like really wonder where the freaking sock goes because like how many of us have one sock like it's, where did it go so in many. the washing Which, machine I where don't did it understand. go it's like no, neither do I. And here's the thing. I like I've seen like a washing machine being repaired and like a dryer being repaired and they go in there and they're never there. They're never oh, in there. Like right. socks want to be free and <laughs> they run away. Mm -hmm. And somewhere in the world, there's like a colony of single socks. There has to oh. be or like an there's like a an alternate sock universe. Where... It's like the Berenstein Bears. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you know, there's something not quite right about it. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, I don't know, but. This sounds like a Rick and Morty episode. <laughs> it's terribly wrong. There's definitely like a portal. There's another planet. Like, yeah, uh, something is not quite right. For yeah. those of you who don't know the Berenstein Bear reference, there's like this whole conspiracy theory on the internet. Because in my mind, it's Berenstein spelled with a, like the bear. Mm -hmm, but right. in reality, it's B-E-R-E-N. Oh yeah, it is. I thought it was Berenstain, like Berenstain. Yeah, Berenstain. Yeah, Berenstain. There's like an A in there, and everyone has said nobody knows how to spell it in real life. Yeah, but everyone in our childhood thought it was like Berenstain. Yeah, that's what I thought it was. But now it's like Berenstain. It's felt weird. There's an there's like an A that just appeared that no one in our childhood, no one who was no one knows about it. Even like. And even if you go back to your mom's house and you look at what you've kept, the name has changed there too. So nobody really understands. Wow. Yeah. There was. I don't know. Conspiracies. They're with the socks. Socks. Conspiracies. Do you remember when you lost the other sock? Did you feel it? Were you sad? Yeah, I was pretty bummed actually. And I think that's why I initially kept it because I thought it would. Yeah. I thought it would like show up. Yep. somehow mm -hmm. that and then I think I just kept it too long and then you're like like now I can't throw this away yeah there's a certain there's certainly a point I I don't know I don't know how to define the point but I would say 
at 25 years, you've passed that point. And, yeah, just, I mean, so. and now, you know, like it's, it's going to stay with you forever. Like maybe it's something you pass down to your great grandchildren. Or maybe you give them the other sparkling socks off your feet. Yeah. Maybe it, exactly. <gasps> I should just like collect those some silver sparklies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And hand, hand them down. Off your feet though. Yes. It's important. Yeah. That's how my often, favorite element. How often do you wear um, your sparkly socks? They're very, they're very cute. Well, I wear them with certain shoes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it depends on, it depends on when I'm wearing a shoe that it works with. Sure. Yeah, that makes sense. I yeah. used to, uh, I went through a style, like a style phase where I wore Mary Janes all the time. And mm-hmm. so I always had like cute socks to go with those. Usually they were Argyle, but I did have one pair of like kind of sparkly socks and polka dot socks. Um, but I definitely purchased purchased socks with like that. These I was like, these are my fashion socks. It's like you have your fashion socks, but then you also have your like, you're just like the socks you wear with like running shoes, you know, the socks you throw on with like a pair of Converse. Right. Um, or like the low socks that you're wearing socks, but you can't see that you're wearing. Socks. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I just never wear socks. No. No, like, do you remember the other day we went on a hike, Marissa, and I had oh, yeah. blisters all over my feet because I didn't wear socks? <laughs> Actually, oh. yes. Now that you say that, I do remember that. I just hate socks. But really? what did you do in Canada, girl? You can't I not know. wear socks. I used to wear socks. Okay. And now, now that it's so nice outside and there's sandals and, you know, I just don't. And even when I should wear them, I typically don't anymore. And I even went so far as like I have a dresser in the closet and I took the sock drawer away from there and put it under the bed in a bin because I never use them. You might have a comeback. You just have to like get some really luxurious socks and Mm -hmm. then you'll wear them. Yeah. I mean, I wear socks at night around the house because my feet get too cold to live. Right. But like right now, barefoot. Yeah. Do you not get a lot of socks as presents? I feel like I always get socks as presents, like little cutesy socks or just like, you know, my mom always sends me like a pack of socks as, <laughs> as though I'm not a 35-year-old old woman who can buy her own, which I appreciate. I'd rather spend my money on fun stuff than like buying socks, but I feel like I have gifted socks all the time. I, I got a pair of socks last Christmas, but that was the last time somebody bought me socks. Okay. All right. I guess, you know what, if I grew up in frigid Canada – and had to wear like socks. Did you ever have to wear multiple socks? Maybe I would hate socks too, but I just I feel love like them. my feet are finally free. And, <laughs> and like, sure, do I need a pedicure? Yes. Should I be <laughs> hiding them? Probably. But I, I just don't. And I and I wander around the house all day barefoot. It drives my husband nuts. He thinks I should be wearing indoor shoes, but I don't understand that at all. I switch. I have I have my slippers. I have my little slip slips. Um, and then I have, I have my outdoor shoes and I definitely have switched to like little indoor shoes. You know what? I also, the pandemic did something to me. I wear socks with sandals now. I love socks with my Birkenstocks. I love it. I love it. I used to make fun. I used to make fun of people who wore socks with sandals and now I am one of them and I feel bad for people who don't see how wonderful it is. I feel bad for you. Socks with sandals. They're wonderful. I wore socks with my Birkenstocks this morning. Thank you so much for validating me. For but not sparkly socks. <laughs> no, they're just uh, regular gray ones. Got them on yeah, right nice. now. <laughs> That's exactly what I was doing. Regular gray. They weren't even like cute fashion. I was just like gray socks, white Birkenstocks. Took my dog on a walk. I went out in public. 
I went yeah. out in public with that and I felt I love it. it. I and if Marissa's doing it, then it's absolutely cool. Then it's fashion. <laughs> if Marissa's doing fashion, it, then it's fashion. It's fashion. I don't You've know, been validated by a recovering stylist. I'm taking it. I'm clinging to those words. <laughs> Marissa also styled me for my wedding oh, as I did. a side note. She like oh was gosh, texting me dresses and then this. texted me the dress that I ended up wearing in the middle of the pandemic when we eloped. So, you know, if Marissa's doing socks and sandals, I trust her 100%. Oh, well, I'll get some socks to wear. I love you. Sandals. I love you for that. I love you for that. I guess I need socks. I guess I need some socks for these sandals. And, it, well, I guess it's kind of chilly still in the morning. And yesterday was freezing here. So, yeah. Socks and sandals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the... The weather's been so weird and it gets drafty, I feel like, in the morning. It's like a yeah. there really is a, a a ground chill that you feel mm-hmm. when you There is. I yes, there is. I, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I hate like when you first get out of bed and you put your feet on the ground. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah. Like I my bedroom is all wood flooring. Uh, I so I sleep Same. with socks on. So that like I hate the feeling of my feet, my bare feet on cold hardwood floor like that is i don't even people... wear shoes outside though like when i go get the mail or like when i go out to the backyard just barefoot yeah just flower child <laughs> yeah basic I, what i'm trying to say is that i'm a hippie i guess yeah mm-hmm. i mean is your mom gonna yell at you are you gonna get in trouble for saying this publicly i feel like if my mom heard me say that i go outside with no shoes on she and she would she would call or text me and be like, I actually well, think it's my husband who'll be most angry. <laughs> <laughs> but because like I'll walk outside and then I'll trape start through the house, you know? Like yeah. a child. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like I but just I've got. Ta- I've taken to using wet like diaper wipes beside my bed. So at night I can wipe the dirt off of my feet before getting <laughs> under the covers. Jackie, I did not know this about you. I love that. So much. Oh my I love God. it very, very much. That is because so even funny. if I've tried to wear shoes one day because I've been cooking or whatever, I've been like, you know, trying not to be barefoot. Inevitably, at some point, I will have been barefoot outside. <laughs> I have a, I have like a weird tick that I have to wash my feet before bed. I well, so I sit, same. yeah, I sit on the edge of the the tub and like wash my feet and then go to bed. Like I. I can't sleep otherwise. It's like a, it's such a weird tip. I, I haven't done that. That actually sounds nice. That sounds like a really nice bedtime routine, like fresh, clean, like, cause one of the things I love, like, have you ever like done a workout and it's maybe like the middle of the day and then you take a shower and like maybe shave your legs and then you crawl into, you crawl into your bed and you're, mm. everything is just so like comfy, perfect, like soft. There's, silky, there's no yeah. Feeling. Silky, yeah. Oh yeah. I, I do. I hate the feeling of dirty feet. So that's not part of my like nighttime routine necessarily, but like I will randomly through the day just be like, I need to, I got to clean my feet. I, yeah. I just, I hate it. I hate I it. I can't sleep in socks though. Can't sleep in socks. Oh yeah. man. I am, I think my, my bedroom is just cold and drafty. So I need something on my little, mm. on my little toes. My little toes get too cold and then I can't fall asleep because my toes are too cold. So. I sleep in socks. Half the time, though, I take them off in the middle of the night. Yeah. So. Yeah. If I sleep in socks, I take them off in the night. I'm surprised you even try to sleep in the socks. Look, I'm so cold. I'm such a cold person. It's so stupid that I don't wear socks. It's like, it's, (laughs) it doesn't make sense. My feet are always dirty and I'm always chilly. 
Yeah. And if I wore socks, you know, it's like I could probably mitigate all of those things. I could have clean feet, warm toes, and I'd be fine. You know, it's yeah. a very simple solution to a very stupid problem. But <laughs> alas, you can also like hand. run a little bit in your hallway and like mm -hmm. slide into the office and say, say hi mm -hmm. to your husband. Mm -hmm. I could do that. Mm -hmm. I could do that. Mm -hmm. Socks could help me do that. Yeah, no, I, I don't know. I don't know what it is. And my my husband has bought me slippers that you can microwave because and they get warm. Oh. He bought, bought me like a slanket. I mean, technically, you can couch. microwave any slippers. But. <laughs> but these have those like, you know, like the beads of the, yeah. mm -hmm. the rice in the toe area. That's nice. And then he's bought me like a slanket so that when we're on the couch, my feet are covered. And he's bought me like fuzzy socks. And still, I would prefer to put them under his butt. Yeah. Barefoot. Mm -hmm. And he mm -hmm. does not enjoy that version <laughs> of our marriage. <laughs> yep. Yeah. In the cold months, I always like Mikey always goes to bed before me. Uh, one, because I just have a very long like nighttime, like wash off my makeup, brush my teeth, floss, like do a little like. So he's like asleep before I get into bed. And then I crawl into bed and my side's all cold and my little feet always, even with socks, just like boop, right under him. And he's always just like. And you wake him I up know. with cold feet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's sweet. I think it's sweet. and yeah. It's a love I language. Yeah. I think because of all the gifts I've got to take that away <laughs> from that, that happening, I think he doesn't think that it's sweet. <laughs> um, but look. Get him on the pod. Uh, we'll explain. We'll explain it to him. My mom was calling me apparently to ask if she should save her avocado pits for me because part of my clothing recycling is I'm dying. Uh, doing natural like, dyes. Yeah, doing natural dyes. And the avocado pits? Do they turn them? Is it pink? pink. Is that the color? Okay. Yeah. That's amazing. That's so cool. Should Wait. we? Should we be saving you our avocado pits? Yeah. Give me all oh of your God. avocado pits. I'll take them all. Will you do a, I want to learn how to do a proper dyeing. You did a beautiful thing a few months, like over last summer. You did like a beautiful tablecloth or something. Is that true? Uh, yeah. Well, I'm going to sell them at the store. Oh, oh my, my God. God. So, so yeah. Cool. So I'm, I'm hand dyeing a, a bunch of uh, table linens tablecloths, runners, napkins, cocktail napkins. Um, and a lot of the stuff I'm foraging from my yard because I am also like Jackie, a hippie. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> but yes. um, I stopped foraging cochineal, which is like this little bug that lives on um, lives on a cactus because it just got a little dangerous. <laughs> Yeah, like spiky dangerous like, or the bug is dangerous? Yeah, well, it, they seem to grow on like very steep hillsides and they don't look as steep when you're looking at them uh, until you get uh, on them and then you're like, oh no, this is this is going to end it. badly. So <laughs> I've, I've started, yeah. High stake hand dyeing. Yeah, mm. so I started, a, I found a, a vendor though that uh, sources it in a in a good way. And it's a bug? It's a bug. But what color does it? Turn yeah, I was gonna say, what color does it make? It's it's uh, hot pink, 
Oh, but cool. if you do other process to after you've died, like I do an iron bath or there's like different things that you can do when you're dying, it will change it to like a really deep red. That's, Ooh, that's so interesting. That's yeah, wild. Kind of cool. I tried to dye a t-shirt at one point during 2020 with turmeric. Oh, uh-huh. It was fun. And then I tried to do it with black beans. Okay, yeah, you could do that. It was less successful. Was black Well, was how did you purple? do it? I mean, I you I didn't do it right. <laughs> <laughs> I think you need like dried beans that are like really healthy and nice, no? Yeah, I mean, good ingredients is uh I think something you should hold in life to be true for everything. Like mm-hmm. the better your ingredients, the better result you're going to get. I had a hard time getting the dye to stay in the clothes. Well, that's because you have to treat the clothes first. So you have to Mm. scour it, and then you have to mordant it. And then then you dye it. Okay. I knew there was, like, something you had to do. Like, someone was telling me, like, oh, you have to, like, soak it with – aluminum or something like maybe not yeah, aluminum, aluminum, like. aluminum oh my yeah. god as soon as i said it, i was like no, i don't know it's like you have to soak it with this and i was like oh too much effort well, <laughs> like, it, i'm out good for you so it depends on what kind of fabric you're dying so if you want to dye your old socks those are you know gen- unless they're silk socks it's a cellulose based material so there's a protocol for cellulose based material and then there's a protocol for like a protein based material so Silk socks, you would dye differently than cotton socks. I had no idea you were a scientist. This, yeah. <laughs> I mean. That sounds like science. <laughs> this is like, this is just like all of like years of styling and then working with like, I I basically became obsessed with this girl that I worked with who was an ager dyer who was just such a bad ass. She could make anything look uh, like in any way you wanted it. Like if you wanted it to look like someone just came out of a painting, you she could make something look like literally like a cartoon or like really aged and super old. And that's like one of my, t- my things that I really look at in, in costumes on movies is when costumes look like they were just bought. I like, mm-hmm. I can't take the movie seriously. It like ruins it for me. I'm like a mm-hmm. real stickler about the aging and dying. Too crisp. Too crisp. Too crisp. Too crisp. It's not okay. Like, I don't want to see a cowboy movie with someone in white pants and their pants are clean. It's not. That makes no sense. That makes no sense. That would bother That's me something too. something I've not never noticed. That. But I love that idea now that there's like this. I like, know. We're going to see it so much now. We're going to see it. Cowboys. Like someone who's been wearing the same costume throughout the movie and it's exactly the same Mm -mm. no no wrinkles in this no wrinkles exactly like yeah it 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 makes me it makes me actually nuts so uh anyway i have a real a, a real passion for people who are very good at aging and dying and uh uh, yeah, this ager dyer that I worked with is the one that taught me about natural dyes and like how to so cool. how to do it. Yeah, so it's fun. that's amazing. You should do a master that's class. So cool. I would. Yeah, by master class, I just mean invite me and Jackie over and show us how to do it. 
Anytime. <laughs> anytime. Yeah, we can we can be part of the assembly line for your store. And, yes. And the linens or or the tableware that you're doing. Yeah. Onions? I can use them. Yeah, it's it's really fun. It's really fun. So volunteer assistance? Yeah, I'm here for it. I'm gonna need okay. it because right now I'm just building up inventory, but uh yeah, I don't know once the store's going how how I'm gonna keep up my, my production sure. line. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you'll need us then. Basically, need, we're yeah, doing you, you the favor. And we, yeah, <laughs> it's we'll also help out. like I've gotten to a point where this year I've um, I'm farming in my backyard. I've started to grow my own vegetables, and uh, when I was choosing what to grow, I also grew things that I could then use for dyeing. So I'm growing something specifically to use for dye so i love that, that no that's it's amazing. a sickness that's wonderful <laughs> that's so great you're i don't like think it's a combining hobbies amazing. like i mean combine like not even hobbies at this point if you're like this is like a, a wonderful lifestyle you get to garden and then you like literally reap what you sow you get to you get to take something that you grew and turn it into something else that's phenomenal Thanks. Yeah, I hope so. I hope it. I either that or it's going to be gray gardens over here, and I'm just going to be like <laughs> an insane person, like walking around muttering to myself because I've taken on too many projects and my garden has overgrown, and I can't find the time to do anything. So look, if that happens, see. then I'll come over with a box of cereal and help you feed the raccoons. That'll okay. Be great. Okay. okay. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Um, that's amazing. I'm so excited. So when does the store, um, open and how do we follow you? So the store is hopefully going to open, uh, mid July. Uh, I'm waiting on the city permits to come through. Um, so hopefully mid July. And in the meanwhile, you can follow me, uh, on Instagram at Dia, D-I-A, Los Angeles. Great. I'm yeah. literally going to follow right this second. I'm yeah. It's a beautiful excited. Instagram. Um, it really is very like LA. Like it just has such a good like feeling to it because the photos are so like bright and and beautiful. Thanks. Oh wow. Absolutely stunning. I'm gonna try I can't, and... I can't wait for the store. I can't wait either. I can't wait either. <laughs> so uh yeah. I could really, in addition to wine, obviously, I could really use a hand-dyed set of linen or cotton or whatever material, like hand-dyed napkins, yeah. reusable napkins. Yeah. That's what I'm really interested in these days. Yeah, exactly. I'll give you a call post-podcast. Yeah, exactly. I, maybe a special order. <laughs> well, I want it to be made with bug juice. Okay, I got you. I can do that. Bug juice coming right up. Amazing. That's so cool, Marissa. Thank you That's... so, so, so much. Yeah, of course. Truly. You, you clearly are like such a busy person. So uh, we really appreciate you making the time to come out. And I'm so excited to come and support the store. Of course. I hope I didn't give you guys a stinker of a podcast. <laughs> no, this was amazing. I have like, I am going to be thinking about this podcast a lot. And you've really inspired me because I also have a backyard and like I've been meaning to like grow things and plant things. And I love doing things with my hands. And so like right now I'm really feeling this inspired. Is the time. So this thank is you. the time. Do it now. This, before this is the time. Now yeah. is the time. I fully, I fully agree. So thank yeah. you. Marissa has worms too. Oh yeah, like I do. <laughs> we, talk, we talk about our worms all the time. <laughs> but you know what, Jackie? I created a problem with these worms because oh, no. uh, 
So the other day I went outside and my yard was like, I thought I had gophers again. It was like Mm -hmm. all messed up. And I called the, you know, the exterminator to come take care of the gophers. And he was like, oh, you don't have gophers. You have raccoons. And Mm -hmm. they're pulling up your yard because they hear worms. And I was like, oh, yeah, they hear worms because I just put 500 worms in uh, in this little worm bin over here. So no wonder they're hearing. Your backyard, though, is a bit of a zoo. Yeah, it is. You always have animals coming. <gasps> I'm sorry to hear that, though. I haven't noticed any issues with my worms yet, but knock on wood, I, I don't want any raccoons. Yeah, well. Little trash pandas eating my worms? Those are pets. Yeah, that's, that's what they're going for, apparently. So, and then also I've got like, squirrels hanging out all the time now and you know we've Mm. always had a lot of birds but yeah guys there's a little bird nest right outside my kitchen window uh and just it's like a little morning dove and it's a morning dove couple and they take like they take um turns sitting on the eggs it's very sweet they take like shifts basically yeah or like for five minutes today uh, one of the birds just like took off and you know it's the day after rain i imagine there were worms everywhere right uh, and i was just i got to, they, there's just two little eggs in the nest right now and anyway i've been i've been obsessed with this bird for like the last week so well they're um, always in couples the yeah, morning doves so sweet this was a True joy. Oh, Thank good. you so much for coming, Rosa. Thanks for so having fun. me. Thanks for having me. And I will keep. I will frame the sock. Frame yes. the sock. Frame the sock. <laughs> oh yes. man. And then you know you can thank your grandmother for literally great grandmother for literally giving you the clothes off her back. Yes, exactly. Socks off her feet. Yes. I think that's what we'll have to call this episode. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. Bye.